It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm a demon. Whoa. <laughs> hey, demon. Happy holidays. It's me, Vanessa. Hey, Vanessa. Happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> We're in the swing of the holidays right now. The full swing. Yep. We've got a swing band that's about to pipe in at any minute. <laughs> <laughs> they sure are. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we have a great sponsor this episode. Yes, we do. If you like coffee, then you'll love Tonks. That's um, right. T-O-N-X. It is really delicious coffee, and it's a subscription subscription thing so you get different beans from the most awesome places in the world delivered to you every month and you get the backstory about the farm they're from and everything like yep. that and they will give you a free sample that's right what a free sample i just got a christmas gift idea <laughs> so just go to tonks.org slash pnc that's an actual slash not s-l-a-s-h <laughs> or the guy with the big hat <laughs> yeah don't put a picture emoticon slash from guns and roses uh we're also listener supported uh, yes mostly listener supported i'd like to say and thank you guys so much every every donation you give helps us make this show yep there's a donate button on our website popmyculturepodcast.com yep you can go ahead and uh, click that and any little Enter in any denomination <laughs> any denomination <laughs> any denomination we <laughs> accept money from any denomination <laughs> <That's right. laughs> we're so supportive and if you do uh, donate to the show we do give you a shout out on the air usually in a semi-annoying way but yep. hey we try <laughs> we're doing what we can so we do have a couple of thank yous yeah and actually um welcome everybody to the program we've got a really special guest here for the holiday season <laughs> oh gosh you guys are gonna flip your lids come on out bing <laughs> uh, hello <laughs> Mr. Bing Crosby, everybody. Oh yeah, sure, even sure. more handsome in person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so we have a list of thank yous, and if you could just do them for our listeners, we'd be much obliged. I see. Uh, well, let's see here. Glenn. Uh, Glenn, thank you for donating to the Pop My Culture podcast. Uh, it means a lot to these little kids. And uh, Are you going to crone? Well, I might. <laughs> I hope hey you there, Glenn. <laughs> oh, oh. Hey there, Glenn. Thanks for donating to oh. PMC Podcast. Oh, my gosh. Then there's Bobby. Then there's Bobby. There's Bobby. Well, Bobby, thank you for donating to the Pop My Culture Podcast. Oh. Well, it's quite swell of you to do. It means uh, a lot to us. And uh, finally, Felix. Finally, Felix. What do you got for him, bingo? Well, Felix... <laughs> You made a donation, pum 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 pum. Oh, thanks. Keep going. You gave some money here, pum 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 pum. Well, Felix, I could keep singing all day, but oh. most people are uh, turning off the radio boxes right now. So I got a highball for you in the corner if you stick around, Bing. Sure, sounds great. <laughs> okay, wonderful. Terrific. Happy holidays, everybody. Oh, happy holidays, indeed. Uh, welcome back to Pop My Culture. Hey, wow. <laughs> That was old-timey. Oh, it felt great. Sure did. Anyways, if you like the show. <laughs> we hope you do. You can leave us a review on iTunes. Yep. It helps us get featured, and it helps us feel good about ourselves. Yeah, but you can also email us. Info at popmyculturepodcast.com. We read them all. We write you back. Yep. And we appreciate it. And sometimes it takes longer to get you right back, but I promise it's coming. We will. Mm-hmm. I swear. We will write back to you. And if you've written us and we haven't written back, write us again and be like, what gives? No, don't. I feel like, so hey, guilty. man, don't what do gives? It. Don't do it. I know who you are. What's <laughs> the big idea? Yeah, see? Shane, I've been busy. Shane, um, they're coming, you guys. Yeah, they're on their way. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, we have t-shirts on our website. What? They're very nice and soft. And we're running out of some sizes. Yeah. Like, we are out of larges right now, you guys. Oh, man. And we only have a couple XLs left. I got a New Year's resolution for everybody. We got, pl- we got, plenty, we got plenty of smalls and mediums. So uh, <laughs> feel free to go ahead and order those. Uh, hey, we have great guests. Yes, we do. Really great guests. One of them is returning. Woo! 
Jane Espenson is back. She oh. is back. She's awesome. Also joining her is Brad Bell. He is the face of Husbands, and he's the co-creator, and he's also so smart and wonderful. Yep. We do a giveaway periodically for our show. Um, if you answer the first question, which you'll we hear hope you do, if yeah. you listen to the episode, on our website, in the comments, leave your answer to the first question this particular episode, and uh, one of you will win a signed comic book version of Husbands the Series, which is coming out in March. Yes. The hardcover is coming out then, and you guys can win one. Oh, my gosh. Yep. So uh, they will sign it when it comes out and pass it on to us, and we'll pass it on to one of you. It's going to be a great little gravy train. Everybody ride it. That's right. (laughs) Sure. And real quick, we may be going on a holiday sabbatical. We're not totally sure yet, Uh, but if we don't get another guest before the new year, we're excited to kick off the new year with our Pop My Cork episode. Our guests today, well, we've got two amazing guests. One is returning. Uh, She is written for... Kind of everything that is cool as well as produced. <laughs> it's like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Battlestar Galactica. Jane Espenson is here. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. And joining her, uh, the star of the series Husbands, which was just nominated for a tank load of things, streamies and such, Brad Bell is here. Hey, hey. Welcome. Hey. Cheeks. Go, Cheeks, go. Thank you. Not just I the, will. Not just the Wait, star, but leave? the... Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I just got it. Yeah, I'm just asking nicely. <laughs> and you're not just the star, you're the co-creator, co-writer. It's true. Executive producer of Husbands. It's you have a lot true. of notches hat wearer. That's right. Yes. Let's talk about all those awards that you guys got nominated for. What's going on? Yeah, oh, did you sleep last so night? Did you sleep knowing the noms were coming No, out, I had no idea. Wait for the call? No, I, I didn't know. And then my phone, I heard a text and I was like, uh, crawling toward the phone. And then I waited another minute. And then it was another text and I was like, well, this might be important. And it was Jane. She's like, we're nominated. Oh, yeah. so. How did yeah. you find out? The internet? Uh, the internet, exactly. I saw... What did I? I guess I saw it tweeted, um, and but so it wasn't you guys tweeted have at Streamy nominations and yeah. Indie Soap. Yeah. yeah, both this morning, Streamy and Indie Soap Awards both Whoa. nominated us for a whole lot of things. Mm-hmm. Brad for Best Actor Hell. in a Comedy, and our cinematographer and Alessandra Torresani for lead female performance in a comedy, mm-hmm. and Jeff for directing. For Jeff for directing for the IAW TV, but for um, for, for Streamy, yeah. I mean, no, you mean Indie Soap Awards. For streamings, it was cinematography. <laughs> it's hard um, when you have so many nominations. But I do mean IWTV Awards. Jeff is a well, and yes, writer. and for that as well. Yes, that's true. That is also true. There is something great about like not knowing things are going to pop up and just waking up one morning and also yeah. be like, congratulations. You're like, yeah. what for? What did I even exactly. try for? That's the best yeah. way. Yeah. It's, much it's better wonderful. than be like, okay, tomorrow's the day. Oh, right. oh. no. All right. I'm glad well, I got up at five to hear the nomination. <laughs> it's such a new world, this world of, of internet awards. And so it's still kind of shaking out about like, like which ones are the ones that you, that you wait up for. Yeah, and, what's the more yeah. legit? Like, and ah. Yeah, right now, all of these seem to be legit and we're excited and proud about all of oh, them. That's hey, so man, exciting. anytime people get together to say, you're awesome. That's, that's legit right. enough for me. <laughs> it can be a Skype that's party. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know for us, like when we, when we got included on that Rolling Stone list, oh, yeah. like we didn't know that yeah. was going to happen. And I was at Disneyland that day and I got an email from Chris Hardwick saying like congratulations and I was like what for and then he sent me the link and then it only would display the second page of it and the link so I'm like going through and like what what, what? he's like oh no you guys are number two that would be a like, mean prank for Chris so Hardwick to play. so I was already at the happiest place right. on earth yeah. exactly. it was just like amplified by a million oh, wow. that's great that was the best list I remember when that came out oh, very so exciting. exciting yeah is Disney really the happiest place on earth yes um, I think it's a point of view i think it depends you disagree, on huh? what you consider happy you like well i don't not like <laughs> disneyland but i wouldn't say for me it's not the happiest place on earth what is um we're getting deep fast i like today. nature i like a sedona oh or um burning man's pretty cool too <gasps> yeah. did you go 
Yeah, I've been three times. Oh my gosh, have you built a village on your own, or do you just uh, oh a camp? To the uh, yeah, no, I've I've contributed to a camp. I've always wanted to have my own camp, oh. um, but I've always yeah contributed. So. Burning Man is more the hippiest place on earth. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I know. I know a few people. Cole's been waiting for that joke a long time. <laughs> yeah. Can we just talk about Burning Man one time? <laughs> but after we talk about Disney, <laughs> it took a while for it to all shake out. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know if I could buy into it. I don't know. I'm so like cynical when it comes to stuff like that that I feel like I'd be like, oh, Wait, I want to create my own currency. Oh, you for, can buy into what? Disneyland, but not exactly. Burning Man. Exactly, yeah. you're too cynical for yeah, <laughs> Burning Man, but not Disney. Yeah, I, I think I'm true. just too body conscious. Like I feel good about myself at Disney. I feel bad about myself at Burning Man. No, that's everyone, the great thing is it's no, but, all like normal people. It's like it's but not everyone like, feels beautiful. Well, exactly. But so how? you would feel beautiful. Because, I don't think I would. Because like, it's a celebration of humanity. My, no. I just don't think I look good in like Mad Max clothes. I don't think I look good in mud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not great. Mud. It's great. You would look amazing. Well, it's your you. soul Maybe that would I'll shine. Try. Yeah. Maybe I'll go, guys. Yeah. We'll podcast live from there. Okay. <laughs> that could be hard. That would be weird. I think we would Although get they, shunned. They maybe. do have their own radio station, so maybe you could have like a little show or something. Why doesn't Burning Man happen all year? Uh, that's, I don't know. I guess sustainability or yeah. something. It probably will after the actual apocalypse. Probably a bunch of people that's go out there. That's what will happen. They kind yeah. of do. I mean, there's city. communes all over the place. I mean, that's that, true. I guess that kind of is year-round Burning Man. Yeah. But if it was all year, you couldn't prepare as much. You wouldn't have some, right. you know. Yeah, it'd, right. be, it'd be difficult to get supplies there. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, there's no sustainable life. Like, not insects, not plants. It's totally... No bugs? Nothing. Like, nothing can actually live out there. That's Looking why it's better so for cool. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's hundreds of scorpions everywhere you look. But Mm-mm, there's nothing. That's the cool just part. Nothing. Oh my gosh. That's the whole point. Nothing can live, and yet we thrive. We thrive. Yeah, exactly. We have glow sticks. Lots of glowing. Mm-hmm. Oh, everything glows. It's oh. like Wonderland. Oh. <laughs> like Las Vegas. It, it, it's lit like Las Vegas at night. It's just as bright, and it's and crazy. Oh similar gosh. reasons why one doesn't want to live there year round. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's hard yeah. to sleep with. <laughs> going on all night. And Vegas is like forty-eight hour fun, in my opinion. It's, like, yeah. it's great to just kind of mm-hmm. pop yeah. through yeah. and then and then get as far away from as fast as possible. Because rock bottom yes. is right around the corner. It's <laughs> <laughs> so much like Disneyland for adults. So yeah, everything yeah. is a yeah. faux front and yeah, and how long hollow, you be comfortable with plastic? That? Exactly. It's a big question. I need me some nature. I need me some like. But not anything alive. Like not all this nature, nothing. It's all dead. Well, I like um, I like like sitting on rocks and and looking at the sky. I feel most alive when I do that. Sitting on rocks like a lizard. Nothing. So much nothing as far as the eyes can see. Uh, I'll sit. I'll sit on that stool in front of the slot machine. You can go sit on a rock. Get a big gulp full of quarters. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. If you can make those quarters last. Forty-five minutes, you'll get a free watered-down margarita or a daiquiri. Sometimes they make them strong, though, because they want you to make bad decisions. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just depends on where you're squatting in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Probably make more money if they make them strong. Oh, mm-hmm. they definitely do. Yeah. yeah, because you're feeling free and lucky, mm-hmm. and you can't keep track how much money you've spent. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like, sure, I'll go back to the ATM. Why not? Careful balance because they don't want to clean puke off of their slot machines. Right. So they got to figure uh, out. Yeah. Uh, what the uh, equal amount is. <laughs> so people will be just tipsy enough to be stupid, but not. Well, that's probably a pass whole out. job, huh? Well, it's been a lab since the 
20s, 30s yeah. when was Vegas built? Yeah. So they've had that long to titrate the vomit to alcohol like, ratio. Yeah. There's a room full of people with like whiteboards and graphs. <laughs> <laughs> Today wasn't so good <laughs> to change our tactics. I do. My, my favorite slot machine to play, and they have them at most I of the casinos. I love that you have, I do a, have a favorite one. It's a Wheel of Fortune slot machines. Yeah, a lot of people enjoy the Wheel of Fortune. Which are cool because like you're playing it, and then every once in a while you'll line up spin three times. When that happens, you hear Wheel of oh. Fortune, and then there's this wheel above it mm-hmm. that then starts to spin, and it's got a different number of credits on it or whatever mm-hmm. so like yeah you have the time it's like you win like five dollars like or something like that <laughs> sometimes you win like 20 30 50 you know Whoa. 100 bucks on it so like you're just kind of hoping that you hit the spin thing and, yeah i play one with cats on it <laughs> I don't there, know there's the one called things. uh kitty, jane's an expert by the way kitty glitter <gasps> that's what it was there you go <laughs> That's I don't remember anything except for it looked like it was made for a like a ten year old girl, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Okie dokie, <laughs> let's try our luck." I, didn't, I don't well. like the video ones. I prefer. I feel like oh, those are my favorite. Yeah, like the immersive ones with the speakers on either side, and yeah. and they like shake. And- it's just something to me that feels as like well, when I actually see it spinning, I don't feel like it's as like potentially rigged to not land on a seven oh, video. I feel oh, like they're yeah. programmed to be however they want it. To but be. they true. but they are too. I mean, they're all they're all programmed. Even the ones with with actual reels, it's, right. You know, intellectually, it's all still controlled by a, a, a little chip that says, okay, you're going to line up these symbols because we want to give you this we much money you because that's win. what the algorithm demands when we've set it for 90% payout or whatever. Right. But we could get further into the math. If, if I am interested <laughs> in your knowledge of slot machines right now. <laughs> and the maybe psychology like, of slot machines. Maybe the that third Tron movie yeah. should take place in a slot machine. Ooh. That would be cool. Right? Yeah, I could glitter. Pitch that to my bosses. <laughs> Tron kitty glitter. Or like Lose inside kitty glitter. <laughs> what was the, was it Tommy? Is, doesn't that take place in a, sl- a pinball? Uh, pinball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a pinball wizard. Modern day. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Where do they get, where's the remake of that? You got to think it's coming eventually, right? Because oh, sure. the mm-hmm. Buzz and Les Mis is really good. <gasps> People I'm think excited. it's going to make a lot of money. So maybe all of a sudden they'll start like kind of reactivating all the musical yeah, the properties musicals. that are floating around. Mm-hmm. Are you guys excited or not for Les Mis? So not excited. My because mom wants to see theater? it. Mm, because I don't like musicals. I think they're miserable to begin with. So oh. a musical called Les Miserables. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's a little like, like I get it. I've right? Yes, yeah, so it, it was miserable without that. Uh, and you know, it's so sad. And ugh, who wants to see? Maybe that? if they made it like Disney's The Miserables, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a good time. Hey, uh, we'll get back to uh, Brad and Jane in a second. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about our awesome, awesome sponsor. That's right. We have got Tonks again, and they're wonderful. That's T-O-N-X. And if you go to their website, you too can have the best coffee ever. Um, they, it's a subscription-based coffee service. They give you these different beans every time. It's delicious. And they're super helpful because these guys honestly want every person to be able to make really good coffee. Yeah. And they get their beans from around the world. Beans around the world. From all over the place. So it's yep. really interesting where they, where they procure all these beans. So. And they're also the nicest guys ever. And their customer service is amazing. Yep. So go to tonks.org slash PMC. <gasps> free sample. That's right. Free sample will be on its way to you. And P.S. If you're listening before the holidays this really is the perfect holiday gift i gave it last year to some people i'm related to a few months subscription and they loved it and it was boys because i never know what to get for boys Your second cousins have never been happier <laughs> <laughs> that's not true there was this one family reunion okay where- <laughs> then anyways thanks very much tonks <laughs> Yeah. You say you don't like musicals, but you like Book of Mormon. Do you like good I musicals? I like I like contemporary, more yeah. contemporary stuff, um, or musicals that have had the 
proper like we've talked about Chicago I thought right. Chicago as a film like worked so mm-hmm. much better because they abridged the stage version and mm-hmm. took what was working and made it even better like focused they put it yeah. all in all the action in the same place like yeah. and they made smart. it a movie like they made it feel like a movie right. instead yeah. of like right. a yeah, they weren't exactly. Just, yeah, exactly well the thing that's interesting about Les Mis is it's the first time they are, they did they see the singing live yeah so they're like piping in mm-hmm. just a piano part into an earpiece and they're actually singing and emoting on it I always feel like they say that though I feel like every time a musical comes out they're like well we were really singing it live I'm like, yeah, you write Nicole well, Kidman. Well, they like show a lot of backstage footage. I've seen a lot of it where like it literally shows them like singing in a moaning. And that's why some people were dumping on like Anne Hathaway's lyrics. It's like, well, actually, she's like acting it while she's singing as opposed to like mm-hmm. going and getting this pristine vocal in a studio and then lip syncing. But I saw Hugh Jackman on Ellen, on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Mm-hmm. And he oh, thanks was, for specifying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not like, sitcom. Well, please, <laughs> <laughs> um, Andy was doing an adorable cameo about 10 years ago on the sitcom. Um, when was that show? The when did it end? Ninety eight. I was on the last season of that show, and it, yeah, yeah, and it would have been ninety seven or ninety eight. And yeah. what was it like to work with you, Jackman? <laughs> I don't, he wasn't on the last season, I don't think so. But on this, Ellen, he was saying the same spiel about like we were all doing our own singing, and it was really brilliant. And then they showed the first song where he's in the ocean, you know, like pulling the boat out, basically, like all the people are coming. And he was like, "This was really filmed in the ocean." In the in the ocean, he says, in the winter, and he was like, I was d- dying of, of frostbite. It was horrible. Um, and and she was like, and so you were really singing that? And he was like, well, actually, we did have to dub this song. Over. <laughs> so I think they've been very loosey goosey about what's really going well, on. Yeah, it, like, it adds, yeah, that would be a t- tough recording situation. It adds some legitimacy or something, I guess, to say they were really singing. Yeah. And I, like, I don't care about that. Like, they could be, yeah, in a studio recording and lip syncing. Like, I care about the story. How quickly does it move? the visuals yeah. like how are they supporting you know the uh, transfer from the stage to the film and, and adapting it that's more interesting to me but I mean I think ugh. that means you're smart what a long sad story I just I don't know I can't get into it <laughs> <laughs> but it's coming out at Christmas yeah. <laughs> there was something else oh there's some horror movie coming out Mama I want to see that but it doesn't come out till January Mama? Yeah, Mama it's Jessica Chastain yeah, and, uh, um, and uh, Guillermo Say it for me. Oh, Gormo. Del Toro. Del Toro. <laughs> that one. He produced it. Like, he's producing oh, it. he didn't direct it? Yeah, he didn't direct it. Okay, well, it looks like his style. I mean, it looks kind of scary and good, and it's got good people in it, which makes me believe that maybe it will be good. But uh, I don't know, like the preview, like whenever I see it, like people really laugh at it. So Really? But it's a comedy. I thought it looks scary. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's like mm. these like feral children are adopted. Oh, I saw a preview for that. Ugh. It creeped me yeah, out. Yeah, right? I yeah. It looked creepy. Ugh. I don't like uh, creepy kid stuff. It gets me. Have you seen the trailer for, sure. I think it's Dark Skies? Mm. What Did is I? that? It's like this weird alien. I think it's a weird alien movie where like this family has been targeted by aliens to be abducted more or less. So all this weird stuff starts happening to them. Hmm. I don't think I've seen a trailer for that. It nope. looks pretty good. Have you seen? I just saw this last night. Um, Warm Bodies, the trailer for that. No, that looks funny, and it's it's a premise that if someone had just told me the premise, I'd been like, yeah, that's not really that interesting. But it's uh, like a zombie apocalypse, and one of the zombies sees a human, like a oh, living girl, yes, yes, yes. and he falls in love with her. So he starts to uh, work really hard to like overcome his to zombie. Turn, ways. Oh my god, that it turns human. Yeah. It looks so funny. It like um, there's a moment where it's in his head, and he says something like "be human," and he walks up to her, and he's like, <laughs> and then in his head, he's like, "nailed it." <laughs> so funny. That looks really good. That sounds great. I like that the um, supernatural stuff and everything has gotten kind of far enough into 
our culture now that we can start making fun of it and doing mm-hmm. more plays on it. So yeah. it's kind of gotten into its own mythology, but now all this quirkier stuff is coming out and it's really fun mm-hmm. to like yeah. kind of take it tongue in cheek a little more. Pretty much anything is improved by adding slash comedy. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you just go like, like whatever. It just takes the stink off. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like I can actually get behind this without judging yeah. myself the whole time. <laughs> it's a depression era film about a struggling family. <laughs> slash slash comedy. comedy. Exactly. Yes, That's the new Slash yeah. comedy. Yeah. It's looking like that this Hobbit movie might be slash comedy, <gasps> judging by the trailers. No, but I just got the screener today. Oh my god! And I was like, oh my gosh, so many people in the world you. hate me right now because I have this on DVD. <laughs> well, there's lots of different ways to watch this movie, by the way. It's uh, it's displayed in both 48 frames per second. And oh, I thought you meant like drunk and not drunk. Yeah, I know. Drunk, <laughs> drunk, drunk, super high. Different positions. Um, Post Burning Man, pre-Burning Man. Um, During Burning Man. But yeah, there's different ways you can see it depending on which theater you're at. And you'd like, I think it's a little bit more to see the 48 frames per second. I don't know. But like, supposedly it's like so photorealistic in a lot of ways that like the scenes, like the action scenes are like really kind of terrifying and great. But then like the scenes where they're just like, like all the dwarves mm-hmm. are just having fun being goofy. Like looks like a, a BBC TV video series. Yeah, yeah. That's the the weird thing about forty eight frames um, is that um, I don't know. I, our um, what is it? Aesthetic is just so different. And yeah, when you film something on green screen on a soundstage and it's all like lit with you know high key HMIs and things like that, it it looks totally fake in forty eight frames. You know, it's, it, it looks, looks like video. It just looks yeah. like cheap somehow. And it takes and you out the of the opposite. movie because yeah. it looks like actors on a set. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. I wonder if they're going to have to start changing how they actually light or, you know, like the technology that they use on set if they want to keep using 48 frames per I second. I think they will. They'll have to figure it out because it's such a common complaint now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everyone was at first so excited about it because it seems like such an improvement. Right. But for viewers and people also, it doesn't make them feel good sometimes. Like people are getting sick. Oh yeah, um, I'm, I'm yeah. susceptible to like a little too much movement in a motion picture. I get yeah. a little yeah. queasy. So but I definitely, I I remember being told when I got into this business, I was told like like the older actress's friend is film <laughs> because you want That's the true. least amount of truth, right? Right. It'll capture. I mean, yeah, it changes yeah. everything, like yeah. um, makeup and. Yeah. it's almost like they'll have to go back to practical effects, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Because you see, like, with a lot of even just HD TV shows nowadays, you Mm -hmm. watch, you're like, wow, that dude's wearing a lot of makeup. Mm -hmm. Like, it's in a sense that, like, it doesn't look naturalistic anymore in hands. It just looks like he's wearing a lot of lipstick. He's got a lot of base It looks like you're filming Mm -hmm. someone in the dressing room before they're going on to a play. Like, you know, with a little bit of eyeliner on, and Mm -hmm. you're like, oh. I actually have an amazing story about this. You know, when they, I was told that when they went back to get the old Star Trek footage to use in that episode of deep space nine in which they intercut with trouble with tribbles so mm-hmm. they had they and they, they would, didn't just want to use like what had been broadcast they wanted to go like at the original film from the original star trek so it would be as high quality as possible when they looked at the original star trek film they discovered that spock had a large coffee stain on his tunic like for the like, half of the <laughs> filming of trouble with tribbles but at the time everyone knew it wouldn't read so it was fine they, they made sure they looked at it and were like yeah. no the, it won't that won't be captured when we broadcast but it was captured on the film oh my gosh so now that they have the ability to broadcast in that quality they had to go through and like paint out the coffee <laughs> no. stain on yeah. spock 
in like it just frame. humanizes him too much. <laughs> yeah, wearing a tunic that's coffee stained would be illogical. <laughs> you know that. Curious would be really upset and running emails and starting a campaign. <laughs> it just doesn't look professional. He's a yeah. science officer. He's the head science officer. <laughs> <laughs> what a mess! Fuck out of morning today. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the other thing they're doing for the Hobbit is a new sound thing. Have you guys heard about that? Mm-hmm. The new Dolby sound. So they're adding it so that and John you can correct me when I'm wrong <laughs> when I'm wrong not if it's coming like it's coming it that way. right around the corner um, so they've added something new where they're going to be doing in some theaters overhead sound as well and they've like sound designed The Hobbit for it so it's going to be kind of more immersive feeling when you're listening like oh. a whole new dimension I think that would be really exciting to hear it like that yes. okay the, my problem with that and maybe 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 I'm being insane uh, is that whenever there are those things where I hear the sound coming from behind me when a character on the screen is behind me me mm-hmm. it makes me my head away Look from the away. screen which breaks the illusion and i see the theater oh like, yeah isn't, isn't anything that calls attention away from the one wall that has the visual imagery yeah. on it isn't that bad i don't know yeah. what are that's we a good point i don't think that's a crazy <laughs> point at all above and like yeah then you can then you experience. can do it and finally yeah i wish there was a place <laughs> just kidding. I was going to just describe like real life. <laughs> I mean, just sort of did that with Cinerama like back in the 60s or whatever, like How the West was one or whatever. They had three screens. They had like the front screen and like kind of two side oh, screens wow. off of it. But that was like a lost art. They did for like two or three movies. It was really expensive. Well, yeah, yeah because you, I'm trying to picture the contraption with which you would have to use. So you'd have to have basically something looking in all directions as you were filming, which would also make filming it impossible yeah, because, because you wouldn't be able to get the, exactly everybody. all the crew and everything. <laughs> yep. You'd have to make an environment that only the camera could go into and then... Well, you could certainly do it with a with an entirely created virtual CGI movie where you don't have... That's, yeah, you yeah, could do that. You could do that and they could be totally immersive all the way around you and you put a helmet on your head to watch it. You could do a whole upskirt kind of movie where you're just below, like the crew and everything is just below. That's very Hitchcockian. Like shoot through glass. If they were manipulating tiny lipstick cameras on tall, skinny stands that they could do like that from underneath and then you like, they're so tiny and you paint them out or they're green and they disappear. First when I thought you said upskirt movie, I was like, oh, future of porn. Yeah. <laughs> well, that too. I mean, it's one medium, several different genres. <laughs> slash comedy. <laughs> it's a we've, porn slash comedy. We've got a bankable idea, guys. Let's kickstart this right now. <laughs> oh, speaking of good ideas, well, we're going to talk a lot about <laughs> You guys, Excellent. I want to mention. Transition. 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 Um, I, you got, we'll, we'll talk a lot about husbands coming up, but um, you have turned it into a comic book as well that's yeah. right that is so exciting with dark Thank horse you. comics right yes yeah um and okay so we can talk about it or you can what do you want to do <laughs> <laughs> well we talk about it a lot why don't you, i want to hear what you say about it it's like this show but with pictures <laughs> it is uh, is that the pitch you guys are using um, <laughs> close it's enough close enough it's yeah it's got pictures that artists drew how did you guys come around to the idea to to do this partnering i mean i know you've kind of worked in worlds where this would seem like a natural mm-hmm. transition but it's really fun with something as like classic as a relationship sitcom right. to mm-hmm. take it into this so where'd that idea we keep getting asked about how we thought of doing it to comic books and i always sort of go oh well you know i had a relationship with dark horse but i don't remember it was it you or me who said like what if we did this as a comic book thing i think it was you oh 
That would have been so easy to be like, me. Oh, me, it was my idea. No, I'm pretty sure it was you. And um, Although I will say when it was my idea. I would never feign modesty. No, no, really, it's all Jane. Um, uh, yeah, and I think it was sort of like, how? what do you think? Would Is that a good idea? What would we do? And, uh, and, yeah, and I didn't know how I felt about it at first. I was like, what? Is it a good idea? What would we do? And then we came up with the yeah the device of putting them in different like iconic genres um, and relationships and, and using those fun gender roles of like the prince and the princess yeah. and Sherlock mm-hmm. and Watson and things like that. And yeah. they're going to be in comic book stores. They're going to be physical comic That's books. That's right. Right now, right now they're digital downloads. Yeah. And uh, if you go to husbandstheseries.com, you'll find the links to downloading them. But in spring, in March, uh, they're going to be collected as a hardcover edition um, with some extra special content, early character sketches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and an introduction by Neil Gaiman. Oh, yes. my God. Yeah. I think it's legit, people. Yeah. <laughs> that adds a Brand little bit of fun. Yes, a little. We've seen the, like, they've even Emailed us the, the they're not galleys the I suppose if they're not or, physical but yeah, yeah they're, they're, it's actually what the pages look like mm-hmm. uh, I'm I think that's what it's called what the pages look like we got <laughs> yeah. and it looks gorgeous it looks so good oh my Dark gosh. Horse has really done a great job with I mean it. that's the beauty of comic books too is like you can take characters places that you just couldn't afford to exactly. actually yeah. shoot right There's oh no yeah way you can do it you can do anything in the comic book world you can also order sea monkeys. <laughs> you guys saw yes, things which never look like they do in the pictures. No. We're so disappointed. They never have crowns on. I was like, yeah. I want them to be holding tritons right. and the little family. Yeah, yeah and look oh, like yeah. mer people, but no. Nope. No. Brain Brain shrimp. Shrimp. They're, they're the just big little idea? dots. Yeah. <sighs> But um, yeah, I don't think comic books even have those. Any, any comic books have those anymore? Where do those things? Go? Is that all through Archie McPhee now? Is that where you go to buy stuff like that? I guess it would have to. I think yeah. it's all the internet. I think it turned into the internet. Oh, they were yeah. like, you know what? Had a good idea. Archie, <laughs> let's invent you know the internet. Like, they used to be able to do that all the time because it'd be like cut out this coupon, fill it out, send it in, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, but then when collect- when comics became actually collectibles, nobody wanted to cut it out because they don't. I don't want to ruin comic books. Right. So they kind of straight away from that. Yeah. Oh, interesting. But anyway, yeah. So like, there's a. a an issue of husband's comic book is like set in a fairy tale world, like Once Upon a Time. Oh, and it's that's like, so cool. This is totally a scene I would write for Once Upon a Time, but ah. but we can afford it. Because <laughs> we, we have it all great. Everybody's yeah. hair looks perfect all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no, and you'd have to deal with wrangling talent. And, yeah. How yeah. did it feel to see the first pictures of you? <laughs> it was cool. Um, yeah, I, I I was never like, oh dear God. <laughs> I was always like really excited and flattered, and yeah, it was it was fun to see the different interpretations. More than once, I gave the note like his eyes should be bigger. Like, isn't that Aww. funny that his eyes, when drawn as an exaggerated comic book character, his eyes were smaller than they are in real life. Oh my gosh, you like, got up the game and up the eyelash. Yeah, that's just <laughs> how it is. Give him some lashes. It was interesting <laughs> to yeah, see like different interpretations because it's sort of like a window into what features a person is seeing yeah. when they mm-hmm. look at you. It's like yeah, any caricature. Right. Like, so that's, exactly. so that's yeah. how you see me. And, and it was definitely interesting to see um, like what people picked out. That's too. my biggest fear of theme parks is like going up to one of those people and be like, draw a funny picture of me. I would never. I never <laughs> right, want right. yeah, to like, know. Look at your big dumb nose. Like, I don't want to know what they think of when they look at my face. So here's, here's something for you, V. Uh, at my holiday party this past weekend, mm-hmm. there was a white elephant gift exchange. And one of the things that people had there was uh, the action figure of Black Widow from the Avengers. Oh, yeah. And the way that it was rendered facially looked exactly like you. Heather <gasps> sent me a picture Ooh. of it and I was like, I look good and black. <laughs> yeah, really funny. I was like, she's got she's got to be flat 
flattered by this because Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson, like this is yeah, perceived right. like, super yeah, high. Like, so if you got a caricature, it would be like a Scarlett Johansson face. Yeah, I'll take that. And here you are. <laughs> if, if they give me anything else at Disney, I'm just going to spit on it. <laughs> Look again. Okay. Pick up my more delicate features this time. Did you guys pick the artist you were working with or did Dark Horse kind of handle all that? Or? It's a combination. Yeah. We, they submitted like, here are three different samples mm-hmm. of someone who could work on this issue and we... Um, picked who we thought was best mm-hmm. and we also for the tone. brought in someone of our own Tanya Del Rio mm-hmm. who was already part of Team Husbands she oh, designed awesome. the Husbands big pink H logo oh, that yeah. she designed mm-hmm. uh, and she did other work for us too and she um, she came in to write issue 5 which is set in the world that looks like Archie Comics oh my gosh yeah. that's well, amazing she she's amazing. actually she's done over 40 Archie Comics like actual <gasps> really yeah so she, we actually she's had, like a legit oh Archie artist oh my gosh right. yeah. so it was easy. Her in her hand <laughs> it was perfect and she always be a big deal too when I used to collect comics was like who who penned them who inked them you know like that mm-hmm, whole thing right. like you to get somebody mm-hmm. who'd do a run for like Jim mm-hmm. Lee did these like 10 episodes mm-hmm. issues of X-Men and then it would switch to Rob Liefeld or whatever yeah and like you actually care about that in that world it's kind of fun absolutely yeah. well, it's so important I mean when we would get the stuff back and we we in, we slash dark horse slash comedy made good choices about which <laughs> artist would go with which thing. Yeah. So like the artist who did the Sherlock Holmes episode has this sort of dark gothic heavy lines. Yeah, that was really uh, cool. It was amazing. Do and you guys have a little pet favorite world that when you saw it brought to life, you're like, oh my god, we have to live here? Yeah, but it might be different worlds. I don't know. I mm-hmm. I thought the Archie thing was hysterical. That yeah. they're taking a comedy and putting it in another comedy world. Was there was something about that that really appealed to me, and I thought it looked great in the bright, bright colors and the way background just falls away in Archie, and yeah. suddenly they're standing in front of a big pink heart for no. And it's like <laughs> that just felt like a really oh. good feel for match for our show, like yeah, kitschy they happiness. Were all so good. Yeah. They were also good. I really liked um, the sci-fi world, yeah. specifically the world, like because there was so much detail, like the machines and the mm-hmm. spaceships and. Yeah, yeah. Where you, really uh, cool. uh, Cheeks was rendered as alien. a green alien, <laughs> with little yeah. and, and it was yeah. was that was really well done. And there were some gorgeous shot or shots, panels mm-hmm. in there of like a great big shot of inside the alien spacecraft, which is sort of pure imagination of like long spiral staircases and oh, strange wow. shapes, and yeah. really, really. And cool. Haley's a robot. She's like this floating orb. Yeah. It's, it's, you have to see it. It's yeah, just, it, it man- he manages to capture Alessandro Torresani in, in a an orb. floating orb. Oh yeah, it's like a machine that just sort of, yeah, hovers yeah. around. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to throw this one out there if you guys do more. Uh, do a Bazooka Joe one. <laughs> one of them can have the little uh, turtleneck pulled up like Morty or Mort, whatever his mm-hmm. name is. And die Lots of hilarious like jokes. They're just, uh, they're <laughs> yeah, just I mean, it's just going to be four that. panels. That's yeah. it. I heard Are they really? just continuing just that. Just now? For, not in 1943. <laughs> yeah, no, they've been doing it since then, and they're, they're doing um, fun facts instead. Wait, in, uh, the gum mm-hmm. is changing? Mm-hmm. They're going to do like, did you know, instead of the comic. Eventually, they had to grow up. You can get on any popsicle stick. I know, or Twitter. Yeah, you can get any old popsicles. You can pick up in the street as a what did you know thing. I can get a loan shark joke anywhere I want. I feel like those always have like, a loan shark. Yeah. Uh, the punch (laughs) Yeah, reference to something that children couldn't possibly know what it is and probably stopped existing in the 60s. I remember getting that and being like, really not understanding what a loan shark was and just imagining that it was a very weird kind of shark because it's like what's the the sea life that will take your sand dollars (laughs) that's a possible beginning to that joke (laughs) I didn't understand that back when like in the early 80s when Michael Keaton used to do stand up before Uh he started acting there was this young comedian special and he did a bit on Bazooka Joe it was really funny like you start to read a comic where one of them throws a, 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 a 
like a clock out the window. Why'd you do that, Bazooka Joe? Because I wanted time to see time fly. fly. <laughs> it's like, time, Bazooka Joe? That's a rather ethereal subject, isn't it? It's just this big diatribe as a thing continues. It's so funny to me. Michael Keaton. Yeah. Who knew? You used to you stand did. up and stuff. Yeah. I knew. I knew. No, no idea. Well, I didn't either. I knew it was that funny. Yeah. <laughs> funny well, that's guy. good. That bazooka, bazooka Joe stuff is good. Speaking of husbands, this is a good oh, transition, right? Okay. Uh, Kat Von D oh, yeah. is this about is awesome. to have a husband because uh, Dead Mouse, <laughs> mm-hmm. her, her Dead Mouse 5. Yeah, Dead Mouse 5, <laughs> a.k.a. Joel Zimmerman, uh, tweet proposed to her. Yes. On Twitter. Proposed. Well, and this was after they broke up. <laughs> yeah. On Facebook, like two weeks right. ago. <laughs> after a, and like that's a, not a joke. alleged <laughs> cheating scandal. Like, was that or, what it was? Well, she was like, I mean, they were just sort of, she was spewing insults at him. Like, I thought some guys were different, but it was all over social yeah, media. Yeah, but Again. it was one of those passive aggressive, yeah. like, you they know, mean, thanks, like, thanks uh, what, for making it clear to me, yes, you exactly. know, like, to nobody oh in particular. God, yeah. And then he said something on Facebook, like, um, what he's not cut out for the relationship thing and he's just gonna take time for his heart to mend or something <laughs> and then and then two weeks later he's like characters. will you marry me i love you the letter you yeah. not even y-o-u <laughs> oh, i love you it gets worse though because he he proposed to her and he attached the jpeg of the ring mm-hmm. and he was getting her but he used like microsoft paint to write on the jpeg like the stone color will be different <laughs> like, Get it together, That's buddy. Fantastic. <laughs> and she was like thrilled. Yeah. She accepted and was so and I was like, you know, I I think even if I were madly in love with you, my response would be when you can propose yeah. to me in an appropriate manner, well, real then thing. I will consider it. Find a jumbotron. Right. He wrote out love. He didn't use a less than three to make a little heart. That's true. It might have been a UV, though. It might have been a UV. It might have been a UV. Which is a different kind of love. That's, not, that's a fleeting love. It is. It's like, I love you, girl. That's that kind of love. Where are you tomorrow? Yeah, exactly. When it knows? gets rough, probably somewhere else. I'm in a new city, and you're still tattooing somewhere. And you're writing, oh. you're writing hate instead with an H and an oh. H. H and an A. <laughs> we are going to B-R-A-K up. <laughs> I mean, at least do the proposal as a direct message. Yeah. 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 None of my business. <laughs> yeah, those public proposals are always kind of risky. I mean, mm. you have to be really sure. I've seen them go wrong yeah. before. You have? Oh, yeah. In like, real mm-hmm. life? Like, at, I, was, I was at what, some, I think it was an A's game up in Northern California, and somebody mm-hmm. did on the Jumbotron, and she was like, Oh, oh, I think I saw that on YouTube. Like, yeah. Oh, now, what would you do though if you if your answer was I'd I'm not going to marry? I mean, yeah. but let's say yeah. yeah, that's I think what I would do yeah. just to save face. Yeah, yeah. because it's horrible. Like save their but face. then is it yeah, worse? Exactly. Yeah, of course. But is it yeah. worse than that you've said yes and oh, gotten God, excited yes. for that moment? It, it's yeah, it's horrible it's, anyway. But this person put their whole life out there. Like when they're doing that public thing, it's such a show and you must like them a little for them to get to the point to ask you to marry them. Maybe. Although you always wonder like, oh, yeah. is that someone, was that a first date and he's oh, just insane? He's a nut ball. <laughs> right. Maybe that's his thing. Last week it was Jet Sky uh, Loopy Doop. What is that called? Oh, sky sky riding. Yeah. <laughs> Jet Sky, sky Loopy Doop. <laughs> but everybody got it. He proposed to me via Jet Sky Loopy You're so lucky. <laughs> I did it on Google. No results came up we can't figure out how to get this done but that that or the plane pulling the banner oh yeah it's very public but the moment is between two people that's true. that that's actually legit i think that's Whenever, kind of romantic and awesome i had a friend that was like demanding that she would be proposed to on stage like that was like one of her prerequisites with 
her boyfriend. It all worked out great. First but, date. Just so you know, should you ever propose to me? I have a plan. Here's the binder. My mother has to be in attendance. This is the pocket square I'm thinking of for you. It needs to be during uh, Act 2, Scene 3 of Wicked. <laughs> we'll rush the stage. That's right. Now that's getting scary. Oh, I'm about to get scary. Wicked. I'm on a train of thought thing today. I saw that you guys both attended the Osmonds Christmas show. Which was we at the did. Pantages where Wicked was, yes. which is how you... Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, um, yeah. That was... It was do tell. Why do you want to... How can, what, it was it, I think enjoyable. I wanted to we go so bad. All? Oh my God. I have so much to say about it. Oh yeah. No, here's how we got invited. Okay. So I get this email from my publicist and it says, um, you know, you're invited to Donnie Marie, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Not two hours previously. I said aloud to myself alone in my house, I see a preview on TV for the Donnie Marie thing. And I said, you couldn't pay me (laughs) as if there was somebody in the room (laughs) because I talked to myself and not two hours later, I get this email and it says, please note this invitation is a personal request. Uh, Mr. Bell's invitation is a personal request from Mr. Osmond. I was like, what? If you liked Book of Mormon, I was like, you'll you love me? Like, am I bugged? Are the Mormons watching me? You know, so we just gotten back from Salt Lake City. And I was like, oh God, we've infiltrated and now they're like out for revenge or something. And we're going to test your words. We're going to yeah. test your resolve. Commence a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll operation. What, what happened? So this then, is the most so we strange go, thing. And we get on the red carpet because my Okay, so my publicist is like, um, you know, there's a red carpet. I said, I didn't know there was a red carpet. Really? Should I do I really want to be on the red carpet at Donnie Marie? So yes. she's like, let's do it. Yes. Okay, so we get on the red carpet and the photographer. I'm, by the way, I'm from the first moment, I've been like, yes, I'm there. <laughs> she's like so excited. I, yeah. So we get on the red carpet and the first photographer is like, oh, that's not the right Brad Bell. Oh. And they meant to invite <gasps> Brad Bell, showrunner of The Bold and the Beautiful, uh-huh. which makes a lot more sense. <laughs> Um, but, but they, they got, got me the, instead. They got the superior Brad Bell. Well, exactly. they got Brad Bell 2.0, yeah. the younger, fresher model. <laughs> so, um, uh, so we well, we're sure Mr. Bell is a very lovely man. Yeah, yeah, he's listening to this have, podcast. He's like, damn it, put, like, you know, <laughs> missed the a show again. Coat on and a fake mustache. <laughs> the character. Oh yeah, soap operas. There's a lot of drama. <laughs> oh no, what if that's why we got the indie soap award nomination? Oh no, <laughs> oh no, they think we're the. Oh. <laughs> it's a well, vicious cycle. As long as I keep getting his royalty checks by mistake. So yeah, so then we sat behind Latoya Jackson, directly behind her, like. There were a couple times where my foot like grazed the back of her seat and she shifted and I could tell like I had bothered her. Um, and it was, it was, uh, a show of all shows. It was, it was sort of like seeing Donnie and Marie do Donnie and Marie. That's it was exactly like an what impression you want. of themselves. It was, it was, and it was, it was lovely. It was high energy, exactly what you'd want. Sticky, kitschy, oh my a whole bunch of Yiddish words that they don't know what they mean. Yeah. <laughs> I am like very into Donnie and Marie, and I like. You, have you gone back and watched the old episodes or the YouTube clips? They're of, they're they're in my brain. I don't need to rewatch them. They are so the montages that they would do in the medleys at the beginning, like. It's mm-hmm. the most insane mm-hmm. things you've ever seen. It's so romantic between Donnie and Marie. Oh, I know. Like their dynamic is And that dynamic blowing. is still alive and well. They yeah. sang, what was it, some uh, from a, a show tune. They sang a bunch of Broadway stuff. Well, they sang Wicked. They sang the big girl-girl duet from Wicked. Yeah, but there was another one. Whoa. Maybe it was their new single where they're talking about like, oh, what was it? But it was, it was a love song. But it was a duet. 
sung to the audience. Uh, right. But there were these moments where like, you know, they would look at each other as they were getting into it and singing and it just was sort of uncomfortable. And all of a sudden I understood why there were always those jokes about them like, you know, it's being so, incestuous. It's so weird. They're, one of my favorite cold opens they did was like, because they would just have these horrible jokes in the beginning, but it's right. like they're both on stage and uh, Marie is giving Donnie his Christmas present. And it's just like, it's like so uncomfortable to watch. And, and she's like, just to open it. And it's a chocolate covered cricket. There's no joke that's coming up <laughs> except for he's like, Ooh, yuck. And then they just like look into each other's eyes and laugh. <laughs> and that's like, what was going on in the writer's like, room? Yeah. They were like, we got it. We got it. At least Donnie and Marie were enjoying themselves. <laughs> they got the joke. The writer's People room, they were probably them. like, that's not what I wrote. I wrote this awesome sketch. What are they doing? The prompter. Go to the prompter. And there's stuff with them in spacesuits and everything. Mm-hmm. Do they have any great costumes for the show? Or was it a little oh, more traditional? It was all Christmas themed. He was actually in a suit. The whole time. The whole time. She made yeah. a few costume changes. But yeah, he was in a, suit, a skinny tight suit and inclu- looked like a Mormon missionary, including for like a really energetic dance number mm-hmm. that was actually very good. And I he mean, was also on a bicycle, right? It should have worked that in. And everything she wore, of course, is like sparkling. It was covered in sequins. Yeah. Like her Madame Alexander and, dolls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She looked like yeah, a living Madame Alexander doll. Yeah. Oh, lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they were like, but they, but they, it, a lot of the jokes referencing their age. So she had like a pretend hot flash on stage. Oh my and god! And like, some of them were really funny, and a few of yeah. them were sort of tinged with this real bitterness. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. very uncomfortable. Yeah, like one joke mentioning that he did better on Dancing with the Stars than she did is fine, but like four jokes oh on my in a row. Yeah. Oh like, my god! I mean, it got to the point where it was like, we got the joke, Donnie. You won. She got kicked off. And we she all wasn't feel on very stage, bad for so her right it felt now. very much like oh, she, she wasn't even on stage. Right. For that. So it felt like talking behind her back it wasn't like bantery oh it was, my gosh yeah, that's it was a little uncomfortable awkward. Yeah, it was amazing oh and there were a couple of jackson jokes yes he made one joke about my brothers you know tito and jermaine and and latoya just sat there like well a, like a little stone statue and everyone within like a four row radius you know knows latoya jackson sitting right there. so you can hear the whole rest of the crowd laugh and within like 10 feet nobody's laughing <laughs> everyone was just like oh god we don't want to disturb don't latoya yeah. don't react and then he went to what i'm sure was a joke that had worked for him since childhood which would probably would have been very funny which is he brought a girl up on stage and he signed an autograph for her and the joke was and like all my love thanks for coming up on stage michael jackson and hand it over and it's like because he and Michael Jackson were both like the kid frontmen, yeah. family mm-hmm. groups, and so we're probably often sort of mistaken for each well, I'm other. Sure they were. I mean, vocally they sounded yeah. alike, and exactly. it was back when you know all you heard music that on is the radio, so, you didn't see that. That is but super disturbing. It's, it's so yeah. uncomfortable. Like, when what world are you like? Yeah, <laughs> I got one. Yeah, well, especially when Michael Jackson's on your invite list, like you should yeah. know. Well, just especially when Michael Jackson is who he is, yeah. and what has happened has happened. Like, who would do that? I know. So yeah. that nobody laughed at that one, in, in particularly not around us. But what I, does I, that I little like girl do? Yeah, that got one of those like, please take it over. Yeah, that was clearly supposed to be a joke, so maybe if we laugh, it'll go quicker. But it wasn't a real laugh. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, my no. gosh. And Latoya was just like... Just, oh. Well, and then so right after that, the story he tells right after that is about getting into this cab, and uh, the cab driver's like, so what are you in town for? And he said, the Donnie Marie show. And he's like, oh, what do you do? Are you a musician? And he's like, well, yeah. And the whole joke of the thing was, he, he, this guy didn't know I was Donnie Osmond, which, I mean, like, I don't think I would either. <laughs> <laughs> But um, so then he says, well, what did you replace the original guy? Because that guy's got to be 90 or something by now. And Latoya Jackson laughed so hard. It was the only noise I heard her make the whole thing. She was like, ah, ha, 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 
it was this weird little like I, I can't even explain it. And oh it was so my great. Gosh. She, she loved it. And flew away. <laughs> yeah, she wrote a loop de loop in the sky. <laughs> well, it, the whole experience was was amazing. Oh it my was gosh. really cool. So Husbands, the stage show, yes or yes. no? Yes. Oh totally. Yes. Oh my god. That would be a treat. Can Sean yes. sing? You can sing. Uh, sing for him too. I, th- I don't know. I've, I don't know if I've ever heard Sean sing, but we can we can make it in a studio and make it perfect, and then lip sync it, <laughs> and, and then, then tell, tell everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we you were singing live. live. <laughs> That's not the sound you were hearing, but we were singing live. <laughs> Just that's why. It's very legitimate. Tell him as the husband. Oh, oh my god! There we go. Stealing. <laughs> You've cut albums in real life. I have. I my singles have dropped. Boom, and, and they've done so well. On iTunes, yeah, they have. You're an internet sensation. Thank you. How does it feel? Um, sensational. Oh, Can, good, good yeah. answer. <laughs> Tingly, tingly, yeah, a tingling <laughs> sensation. There we go. You started. You're from Texas, right? Mm-hmm. And you started doing theater and all mm-hmm. sorts of performance. How did you decide to jump into YouTube? Um, I just. I don't know. I, I heard about it and I was like, hey, that's great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was like 2008. And I think, I don't, I don't know when YouTube officially launched, but it started like entering the consciousness around that time. And my friend said, I put up this video uh, singing a John Mayer song on this thing called YouTube. And I was like, that's great. I'm whatever. <laughs> and then the next day he was like, I've got 30,000 hits on my John Mayer video. And I was like, what? <laughs> Who is your friend? So John started, Mayer? <laughs> yeah, it turns out he was John Mayer. So, but it was, no, it was back in the era when there wasn't really anything to watch on yeah. YouTube and artists weren't putting their material out, out there. So if you had a John Mayer cover or something, people would find it immediately. Right. So I just started, yeah, making stuff, having like ideas, you know, like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if there was a thing like a sketch like this or if somebody did something like this and, and whenever I had an idea like that, I would just make it. You could make it happen. You're really good. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And then how did you guys find each other in this I wild saw, I, YouTube. I, I saw those <laughs> things he was putting up. He did a really funny one about marriage equality. And uh, later on, after I knew you, you did the Lady Gaga one that I thought was Oh my amazing. gosh, I and love that. Yes. Yes, I saw Cheeks being hilarious on, on these videos and was like, oh, we must meet. We must do something. Really, it took years. Mm-hmm. Had you been a fan of Jane's work, or were you like, "Who's this lady?" And then you find out, oh, and you're like, "Oh my gosh!" Well, I didn't. Know, I didn't <laughs> know Did she do John Mayer covers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, and it's funny, you know, because here's a, a side story, real fast. The other day, the other night, I was on a date, and uh, we were talking about American Horror Story, and I said something about Tim Minear, and his, this guy's eyes lit up, and I was like, "What?" And he was like, "Buffy." And I was like, oh, and like I knew right there, like if I say Jane Espenson, he'll know who that is. <laughs> so I'm keeping it in my back pocket. That's like, date it number out two. Jane and I. Oh, do you know who that is? Oh. <laughs> yeah, she's a good friend Steam of mine. Comes <laughs> dear, dear friend. <laughs> Writing partner, you know. But um, no, I did not know the name, but when I saw the shows that she'd worked on, yeah, I had been a fan of um, several. Pro- I mean, she's worked on everything, so it's hard not to be a fan of something Jane's worked on. Gilmore Girls? Yeah, and oh. the OC. Oh. And <laughs> Um, yeah, you've, you, you've heard me recite my resume. You could set it to music. You've heard it so many times. It's, it's good. There's your next single. There's your next single. Oh, go. Um, but yeah. So and, and Buffy. the early comedies. The the other night we we were um, guest stars at we were guest starring at a UCLA class. There must be another oh, name yeah. for that when it's a class. <laughs> no, no, guest keep starring. It. it was a five and under. Guest stars. <laughs> and I listed all the sitcoms I'd worked in. I'm not sure you'd ever heard that list before because that was my early career before anything with stuff people have heard of. So yeah, but I. Um also write a lot of press releases and I tailor That's them true. to what's appropriate. So I'm always 
reviewing your resume and then going, that one, that one, that one is relevant to this outlet, and this one, this one, this one, for that one. Oh, very good. So I'm quite familiar with your body of work. Sounds threatening. Like, during that class, someone said, what episode did you write? And immediately I was like, episode five of Golden Crown. But I let you answer it because it wasn't my question to answer. (laughs) But in my head, I was like, I know that. That, Was it five or six? Uh, Was it? Well, I'm not Maybe sure. I'm wrong. I think you it was five. Right. A golden crown. John, uh, fact check. <laughs> Game of Thrones. I'm excited Thrones season for one. that to come back, which I think yeah. will be, what, January-ish? Ooh, mm-hmm. It needs to be sooner than later. I went ahead and I read all the books, and I have this thing where I find it very hard to watch a show after I've been on it, and then it goes on without me. And right. so I don't It's hard to watch. Yeah. It's, it's like, but I know I should because I know I love it. It's so good. And Dinklage is so amazing. Oh, my gosh. So amazing. So and Khaleesi so beautiful. I feel like that's like a show that could not have been made well until Peter Dinklage existed. Like, who would play Tyrion Lannister oh, that beautifully? That is like, the best compliment you could ever hear. That's the nicest thing to say. I think it's so true, but that's a really great compliment, too. I met him at the Emmys, and I was just (gasps) like, oh, my God, he's really quite hot. (laughs) He's so attractive. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that show is actually amazing. HBO is just really nailing it, I got to say. Because Boardwalk Empire is, like, my favorite other thing, too. Oh, yeah. And last night, oh, that's Showtime, though. Last night, Dexter and Homeland, season finale. Boy, that did that sweep through Twitter. It's Whoa. like you could not you could not get anywhere near Twitter last nope. night. It was just that the Dexter and Homeland Force Field throwing you backwards. Well just and they were me. were they the highest rated like there was some record that got set. Oh, yeah. I think. oh really? Like were, some of the highest rated maybe the network had ever had oh, or wow. or of the season or the whole series, each for the series. I can't remember. But yeah, they were really high ratings. Yeah. Which is always funny to me. It's like the people just decide, like, I don't need to see the build up to these episodes. I just want to go and <laughs> oh, see yeah, like, like who oh, just yeah. How, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Like it's so much more rewarding if like you know what the stakes are. When but you it might just that be point. that that night is the only like appointment TV night. Everybody right. else could have just been Yeah, because taping. you can't you can't yeah. exactly yeah. you can't get on Twitter, otherwise you'll know what happens. So yeah. you have to So you see can D V R any of the other episodes, but the yes. finale you have to watch live or you'll be spoiled. It I think that's what it is. And the D V R ratings don't don't show up the same way. And the whole yeah. system's weird and antiquated. It's, Maybe they'll it's fix it very day, weird. But so political. Just but then now there's, 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 <laughs> like those, there's, those, there's all those new models now, like Netflix ordering Arrested Development, right. and they're going to release them all at once, and they just upgraded the order from 12 to 15 episodes. Yay! I'm so, so excited. That should be good. <laughs> My first thought is to the writers in the writers' room going, what, three more? Three more? <laughs> I had tickets we to we Hawaii. Were done. <laughs> My first thought is that it's, I think it's terrible marketing to put it all online all at once, but I'm sure they have their methods. Yeah, how are they going to work? I guess I would binge on it. But yeah. I think that's what they're counting on, which will up the average view time that people are spending on the site. Like, I'm yeah. sure there's a, a, a motivation right. um, that I don't understand, but I still just... You're, you're putting all your product. Yeah. You're not going to any new and product. Exactly. Well, and it's out there. And then once it's online, it's old news in two weeks. Yeah. And you can't really milk it for publicity. Right. right. Yeah. Plus, right. like, yeah. Netflix is a subscription-based service. It's a monthly charge. Like, if there will be people right. that literally right. go on Netflix just but, to watch oh, that's right. great. And they'll watch it all. Yeah. And then they'll I cancel wonder their if Netflix and they'll cancel the next month. Whereas yeah. if you drag it out over at least three or four months, you people get... People get in the habit of having Netflix. I'd be interested to know why they're doing it that way. Because, I mean, you've got to think they've considered those angles, right? They must have. They I mean, they have to pay people to do that. Right. Because, um, and also, it's the more obvious option to parse them out. Like, mm-hmm. it seems like a much stranger decision to drop them all at once, much more like they had to have some reason. 
But what is it? Well, we've got them here right now. (laughs) Come on out, Netflix board of advisors. (laughs) (laughs) It's my uncle. (laughs) (laughs) Jerry Netflix. uh, (laughs) Jerry Jerry Brad guys. Uh, You heard of him? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Vanessa Ragland of the Texas Netflixes. (laughs) (laughs) Jerry Netflix Stein, but we took out the Stein to make it a little easier to... For middle America. You know, middle America. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants the Netflix Stein service <laughs> but everybody else subscribe to netflix let's do first shall we oh man time has right? flown first what first is a thing we do every ep- every episode do you have to go first first and then you, it's yours uh, and then no. it's, a it's, a drinking game. it's a different first <laughs> from your lives uh for this particular oh, no. episode for episode 102 Gosh. yes somehow we are 102 wow. episodes into our big girl, girl. She's a big like girl it's now. just the second episode of season one you may want oh. to mm-hmm. reconsider your numbers yeah. i know it's really been that many the actual number is 102 uh so the first question this episode is what was the first big road trip you can remember taking where did you go and how was it like I would be a little kid, though. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure it would hit. Well, I definitely remember my family driving to Las Vegas and then driving down the strip (gasps) and lying in. Yeah. (laughs) in the back seat because we didn't used to wear seatbelts because it was the '60s when I was really that I was born in '64. So I I was probably it was probably like 1970. So lying across the back seat. So and and so I could see the lights of the casino going by and seeing the flamingo. The flamingo still has one of the most beautiful things of like pink and purple lights and just seeing them go by over my head. And thinking, like, this has got to be the best place in the whole oh, world. That's a happy memory. A very happy memory. Did you guys have, when we used to go on road trips, we would lay the back seats down? Like, my parents would lay the two back seats of the station wagon down and put sleeping bags in there for me and my sister? I was an only, so Super we didn't have, safe. we had, we didn't have, <laughs> I had neither safe. siblings nor a station wagon. <laughs> so. oh, did you have a dog named Buckwheat? Because <laughs> I did that too. <laughs> I'm just trying to see what experiences are universal. I don't know. <laughs> I love that trip. But what about yours? Mm, uh, I think it was to California. I was really young. I was maybe seven or eight. And yeah, we drove from Texas to California. I don't remember why. I guess just to go on vacation. Um, and I remember we got into, like, we weren't even out of Dallas yet. And we... Um, was this just you and your mom? Mm, it was me and my mom and some guy who lived in California or he was a friend of the family. His name was Louie. I remember that. <laughs> And I don't know why he had some business in California. Like his daughter Ooh. was out there, or like it was a custody thing. There was some reason. Louis got business. Louis has some yeah. business in California. Yeah. Yeah. Briefcase. A drug yeah. <laughs> My mom like sent me to sent me to school on uh, on coke money. <laughs> but uh, no, it was uh, we weren't out of Dallas, and something happened on the freeway. And I remember we we did like a full rotation of the car, like sixty miles <gasps> an hour. Oh my gosh! And like slammed on our brakes. And I remember uh, stopping right as an eighteen wheeler stopped oh, right man. in front of our car. So like we were facing the opposite direction of traffic on the freeway. And this big truck stopped right before it hit us. Oh my gosh! It was terrifying. (gasps) So then we drove to California the rest um, the rest of the time, and it was there were no problems. (laughs) But were you seat belted in? Because you lived in an era where little kids were seat belted, I would have gone right through that windshield. (laughs) But it was really weird because I remember hearing um, my grandfather's voice in my head because we were leaving, and he said, "Now y'all be careful now" or something. It was like the last thing I heard him say, and I actually heard it like echoing in my ears as the car was spinning. It was really weird. Oh my gosh, that's so scary! (laughs) So it was my first brush with death and my first road (laughs) (laughs) trip. Two for two for more sexy stories coming up. (laughs) 
happy. I think my first road trip was probably just moving. We moved from Tennessee to upstate New York when I was a kid, and that was like a long drive, like mm. 18 hours or something, um, maybe 13. But it was back of the station wagon. My parents tried to wait until we were asleep and then like just kind of put us in there mm. and drive while we were sleeping as much as they could. Uh, but I remember waking up and being really disoriented. <laughs> and then somehow we ended up at an ocean, which I don't understand. Where would that have been on the way? Uh, like, why would there have been an ocean? Tennessee but, to New York? Yeah. Um, well, maybe you drove the coast. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. must have done a, a f- fancy, pretty drive. <laughs> fancy drive. I'm sure it was fancy. Um, but they got me out of the car, and I'd just woken up, and they wanted, because I'd never seen the ocean. And my sister was, like, running back and forth in the waves, and she's older than me, so she's better at using her body um, at this point. <laughs> and, More and, control of her yeah. skills. <laughs> I did so horribly. I'd never had that experience of waves, like, oh, grabbing yeah. your feet and going yeah. away, and I just bit it and <laughs> fell in the ocean and then peed on myself because I was so scared. And then I realized my parents were trying to kill me so that they could start their lives. They were over. long gone by this point, <laughs> let me tell you. You, know, you probably could have left the peed on yourself part out. <laughs> Young enough that it was just cute. Yeah. I almost made a joke about like pants went in terror for, for your your story. Yeah, so, I would, yeah. I would perhaps, have so perhaps, peed. I mean, yet now if that happened, yeah. I would pee. And you didn't I, pee? I might have peed with some with joy in Las Vegas. Yeah. Maybe, maybe <laughs> Look this at all those lights. <laughs> ah. no, I think I've been too tense to pee. You know, you tense up. Right. That's right. Yeah. For me, it was, I mean, I, I'm originally from Michigan, so bye, V. Maybe we start talking about P, you'd be gone. Uh, <laughs> She's so suggestible. This should be a drinking game. Guys, everybody's listening. Whenever Vanessa goes to the bathroom and you listen to her podcast, go ahead and have a drink. Um, for me, I think it's because I'm originally from Michigan, so we definitely did things like driving to like Sandusky, Ohio, to go to mm-hmm. Cedar Point, like, you know, amusement parks like that. But the first really big road trip I can remember taking was when I lived out in California because I moved out here when I was nine. So, like, in junior high, like, going into seventh grade, we did one of those drive-across-country trips for, like, a month in August. So we drove, like, up, like, from, like, Davis, which is near San Francisco, like, up across, like, through Montana, over to Michigan, and then back down through, like, Texas and the, mm-hmm. the Grand Canyon and come back up, which... Looking back, it's one of those things like, yeah, I'm glad we did it. But at the time, it's like, you know, I'm like in the summer between eight, eighth and ninth grade. And like yeah. the last thing I want to do is spend a month in a van with, with my family. Parents, but, yeah. but at, the, at the top of the story, you did describe that the alternate was going to see Sandusky. So as a little boy, maybe the better option was this. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and they never did find the other shoe. <laughs> oh, you missed it. I was saw it going there. No, you weren't here. You didn't hear it. Oh, yeah. No, a long road trip with one's family yeah so that was really long but i remember i had bought this like sony video walkman is what it was called at the time you put these little like video eight eight millimeter tapes in it where i and it had a little screen a little vcr basically so i would watch movies on this little personal device in the back seat so as we drove through beautiful picturesque yellowstone (laughs) i was watching goodfellas or whatever on this little thing goodfellas i remember at the time that's like one of the movies like because i'd worked at this video store and which one of those was more important for your ultimate career yeah, I argue that you were doing, you were making the right choice. There you go. That's I remember true. we just had this running joke of like, Cole, look out the window. It's beautiful. Doesn't it do something for you? And I'd be like, yeah, it's beautiful. It does something for me. <laughs> no, no, I didn't get nature until I got older either. And I remember, yeah, rock. like, look at this mountainside. Isn't yeah. It? Be, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> look at the wildflowers. <laughs> it's flowers on a hill. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. And That's, then I actually think it was when I did psychedelics. I like trip mushrooms and I was like, oh my God. I get it. Look at the nature. <laughs> and, you know, I, I see things that way now it never changed that's like also this the, table the is breathing for example <laughs> that's also the trip with my wall drug experience which is wall, wall drug, drug is in wall south drug. south dakota i think and basically it's like 
this every mile for 300 miles in each wave, there's a sign that says, visit historic wall drug. You got to stop at wall drug. Go to wall drug. And you can't not stop after mm. you've seen a sign every mile for 300 well, miles. a curious name like wall drug. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then you pull over and it's just like this glorified like drug store with like where they preserved and, like the old ops? the old soda fountain or something yeah kind of yeah. like that and then <laughs> like with the disneyland size parking lot because wow. everybody goes and buys souvenirs and stops off and i slept through most of that so i only saw the signs for like maybe 20 miles and i remember going like what's wall drug I'm like seriously have you not looked at your window for the last two hours <laughs> but yeah but south yeah. of the border is like that in i guess it's in myrtle beach but it's like for 150 miles it's like stop it south of the border and it's just like a dirty tourist store like i remember there's a frog you can squeeze and like a little penis comes out <laughs> it's like very upsetting uh, where is this where is this place <laughs> now it's the internet i think I guess. Um, yeah, the internet. but they also had like huge concrete sombreros and stuff so it's like look you can take a picture in front of the sombrero there was some that stuckies was like a, a thing where there would be signs all over through the northern midwest like stop it stop and eat at stuckies and just as a little kid you see it enough and yeah you're at a certain point you just start clamoring like well i've got to see stuckies. Yeah. Gotta go to stuckies. Yeah. And they ne- yeah. we never stopped at stuckies and <gasps> now i feel like we missed a part of americana oh, i think it was like two years ago i drove to texas from california now that i live here and we were in new mexico and my friend and i it was the same thing there were these near signs death? over and over oh. yeah near death <laughs> uh over and over for like and it was a different thing each time like stop at i don't even remember what it was but like for handmade jewelry and you know stop at da 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 for authentic Pottery, stop it, blah blah blah, and we stopped there, and I spent like a hundred dollars. <laughs> Moccasin, you know what they're hoping for. I got like the keychain that I presently have <laughs> was from there. I got I so a many case things. Of fry bread, <laughs> you got gifts for people. It was great. You are exactly what everyone yeah. is dreaming of. Is they're totally. putting up all right. those billboards, yeah. right? And I got one of those ponchos, those wool ponchos, <laughs> and socks, and I got so many things there. I love that you got moccasins. <laughs> yeah, they're really nice moccasins. They're the mini Tonka ones. Ooh. Yeah. They're real. The Those real are like deal. the Cadillacs and yeah. Moccasins. Oh, <laughs> get it. Wear them. They're like 40 bucks. That's a deal. I know, right? Everybody make the pilgrimage to <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle of New Mexico. Drive to Texas and you'll see it. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, let's do, uh, let's do my questions. Okay, let's Which do is it. actually a game this time. Not really that Woo. game-ish, but we'll see how it goes. Is uh, it booze? Or do we drink? <laughs> get ready. You're going to get smashed. Uh, know your phobias. <laughs> I'm going to read you a list of 10 actual kind of weird phobias. Oh, no. And uh, it's your job to let that, me know what you exactly. think that they are. You may have heard of some of these before. Okay, you well, may not have. Jane's a linguist, and I, I took Latin, so, <laughs> so we, we might have a chance at this. Good luck. Uh, and I'll try to pronounce these the best I can. Number one, Friga Triska Decaphobia. That is the fear of the number 13. No, it's the fear of Friday the 13th. There you go. Oh. That was the best Damn. thing I've ever seen, you guys. <laughs> This is why you work well together. Was the Everyone Friga. Friga. watch yeah, husbands right. because they're geniuses. Okay. <laughs> wow, you guys might actually do good on this. This is be one of those things like, nope, it's this. No, it's that. Uh, number two, coolrophobia. That's C-O-U-L-R-O. Coolrophobia. Coolrophobia. Cool. I don't know. The well, um, look. I'll give you a clue. She'll give you clues. Clowns. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fear clowns. clowns. A lot of good. people have chlorophobia, which is I find kind of strange, but a lot of people do. Oh, no, yeah, they're terrifying. <laughs> read so it. Creepy. Read Stephen King's It. Oh, yeah, Especially well, that, the flesh-eating oh. kind. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Add flesh-eating to almost <laughs> anything, and I don't like it. <laughs> Except for flesh-eating kitties. They're adorable. Just don't get too close. Number three, androphobia. Oh, man. that would be... Yeah. Man? Yep. Fear yep. of men. I'm so impressed. Uh, number four. Ooh, good luck, Cole. <laughs> Ipavlo psychophobia. 
IPOV. Pavlo psycho. A POV. IPOV. IPOV. LOP. So it's not like Pavlo. Well, then psych, I mean, it's got to be something mental, right? Yeah. Fear of your. No. How's it spelled again? Ah! Oh, oh, fear, fear of having your picture taken. Yep. But it's specifically because your soul might be taken away. Or? It says fear of getting your photo taken. I don't know. Oh, mm. that might be. But that makes sense. Yeah. It's I interesting. Well, I, yeah, I'm not finding the roots in there. I don't have roots in there. I know. Which is interesting because there wouldn't be a Latin root for photography. Exactly. Oh. Or clowns, right? It's Greek. Oh. Oh. Oh, John, oh, well, John yeah, says it's Greek. Greek. Maybe they should all be Greek. Come to think of it, it's all Greek to me. Well, they probably <laughs> right? are. Yeah, but I mean, you know, Greek, Andrew, Latin, whatever. And, yeah, <laughs> they all no, run you're together. Right. It is. It's Greek because Latin man in Latin is vir vir. Right. And, and in Greek, it's andros. Mm-hmm. So we've been we've you been guys, we've been babbling about Latin like a bunch of fools. Well, that's okay <laughs> because if you take Latin, then you learn a lot of Greek. You're right. At least I did. We're already getting email complaints. I thought he was right. <laughs> Number five, uh, gelatophobia. Probably pronouncing that wrong, but it's G-E-L-O-T-O-phobia. It's got to be the fear of jello, right? Oh, sure. It's actually the fear of being laughed at. Gelato. G-E-L-O. I'm more interested in how we get to the... G-E-L-O. Wait, gelato. Wait, but is there a T? So it's, is it gelato, like the way you would... G-E-L-O-T-O phobia. Oh. Gelato. That's spelled differently. Or, yeah, yeah that's gelato has two, would have an it's I don't think we don't... I can't think of a word for laughter that has that in it, so... Yeah, Greek again, gelos and laughter, phobos. There's two... He's reading this off of an iPad, No, so. he's not. <laughs> what? You're not? You wish he was. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> like, you're, you're not that smart. John's a bit of a phobia <laughs> savant, so... Laughter. Oh, now I want to think of another... I want to think of a word... Can you find a word in English that has that, that G-E-L root in it and in its etymology? All right. We can move on while right. I was looking mm-hmm. that up. Uh, number six, nomophobia. N-O-M-O. Nomophobia. Nomo. This is yeah, impossible. You, I don't want if nomo. If therapy, you've got nomophobia. Nomophobia. That's the, that's the fear uh, that the therapists that have, be, right? <laughs> we should be able to. Yeah, we should. It's a more recent. I don't recent. think you will be it's able to recent. do it. Oh, really? It's going to be like fear of Twitter or something. Sort of. It's close. Yeah, it's going to be impossible. You guys. Um, but I'm trying to think. Numb. Yeah, it should be a fear of names. Fear of, um, uh, I don't know, what is it? It's fear of being out of mobile phone contact. I don't even believe that. That's okay. Well, it's clearly a humorous, a humorous, humorous modern coinage. Yeah. <laughs> it's listed. It's no but I don't find phone. it humorous at all. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right, number seven, omphalophobia. O M P H A L O, omphalophobia. Spell it again. O-M-P-H-A-L-O. Can I have it? You said a sentence. I'm sorry. O M omphalophobia. I know what omphos. I know this. I know this. I know this. It's some kind of fish. It's not, is it? It's not. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's fear of belly buttons. Oh. Which Did you say that noise bizarre. like you know how that could be possible? I'm well, so because um, I'm if it was a noise. there is a medical, that it's uh, something to do with the belly or the... I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I know words, I've heard you know, unfollow umbilical. as a root. Yeah. <laughs> how, how are we doing on <laughs> the, the laughter route? John's uh, not good so at the internet. All right. Well, number eight, uh, <laughs> phobophobia. Fear, fear, fear. Fear. Yeah. Yeah. fear of having a phobia. Or fear, yeah. fear, yeah. We have nothing to fear but phobia itself. <laughs> we all have phobophobia. Phobophobia. <laughs> Number nine, tetraphobia. Oh, wait, wait. 
Mm-hmm. It's either four or square. I think it's... Or fighting fish. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've heard that. I've heard that used. Well, tetra is the root for four. Yeah. Go so, with it. Yeah. Go with fear it. of the number four. Fear of the number four. There you go. That's so weird to me. <laughs> I'm good with three. I'm good with five, guys. Well, I can't, yeah, yeah, can I stay on the 13th book. floor? Because the fourth floor freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why Tetris is named Tetris. is because all those little shapes are all the shapes you can make with four cubes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. L and the square mm-hmm. and the other L. You. Mm-hmm. And the thing with and the, the nub thing. in the middle. You know? That's my favorite. Oh, the one with the, one the jog? Yeah. yeah. The L? Oh, oh, no, no, I know no. which one you mean. Three I know which one she means. And then one oh, square. the one, the yeah. one in the middle. Yeah, that guy is so handy when you need him, <laughs> but it's horrible when you've been working up for a Tetris. <laughs> Anybody else know? <laughs> I used to be obsessed with Tetris. You're an open mic Tetris comic. Hey guys. What's that? Finally, number ten. Tripophobia. T R Y P O or tripo, depending on trripophobia. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know that route too. Yeah, this is always my problem in Latin. Like when I took Latin, it was like, oh, I, I recognize yeah, that. Yeah. I don't couldn't tell you what the hell it means. Yeah, fear of folding Triptic. things. Yeah, get trip. That would be cool. <laughs> it's uh, fear of holes. Oh, we should all be a little leery. We should all have right. a little trip. That's true. Remember when Jessica fell down that well? Oh, a baby little, Jessica, I'll never forget. Yeah, a little tryptophobia would have kept her out of trouble. That's right. Mm-hmm. But no, no, no. She said loved she had the tetraphobia and hated the number four. <laughs> <laughs> keep her out of that well. Um, you know, at the time it was just like, oh, a baby fell down a well. This is going to be a fascinating news coverage thing. But now you think about it as an adult and you look back and you think about the terror of your oh tiny little gosh. person and then you're wedged in a hole. It's the scariest terror. thing it's ever. Terrifying. It's like, it's, <gasps> then they made that movie with the guy who's cut his arm. Oh, yeah. It's, oh. All, the, it's all that stuff. Oh, I don't yeah. like any of that. No. And can you imagine being a grown up and seeing that happen and you don't, you can't fix it? Yeah. Like, that would be, yeah. Oh, that would be the most it's paralyzing. Also that Ryan Reynolds movie, Trapped or whatever, where he's like very. Oh, in a coffin in the a whole coffin. time. Yeah. Ew, yeah. That, 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 I get, I get that phobia. Huh, huh. Yeah, it's, it's thing, like, it's supposed feeling. to be a really good movie. I'm like, I, I'm sure it is. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Watch yeah. it. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. That one, the, one, the 127 day, and the I one called that um, one. Deep Water or whatever. Or, uh, oh, open yeah, Water. Yeah, they're on the Open Water. I've been on those boat snorkel trips, and like, you can be left out there where you couldn't. Oh, I don't like that. I don't really go in the ocean. I don't like it. That's one of my phobias in that movie. I'm no, no, thank you. But it's not so bad if you have a big that, tiger with you. What you what's the fear oh, of yeah. the ocean? Oh, no, no, it I must be aquaphobia, right? Well, that would be fear of fear water, water in general. Oh. Like ocean, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's right. Oh, John's on it. John's on it. <laughs> While he's working. Oh. Yeah, that's Latin for laughter. Yeah, for Latin beautiful. So, the, so it that seems as though English seized on the Latin root and not the Greek when it made its laughter words. Like ridiculous. Yeah. And reasonable. Reasonable means worthy of being laughed at. Oh. Should we all be it's a so good lucky. word? It's a word of the day. Everybody? Make a calendar at home. <laughs> you know you know what word I was thinking about uh, yesterday. <laughs> I did not see this podcast <laughs> going to where it is I right think, now. I think about it's words a lot. Um, is the word decimate, which people use right. to mean completely destroy. But it just means destroy but a tenth. it means destroy of... a tenth, which makes sense because yeah. you think about deca, like mm-hmm. decimal, tenth. It's like to the pain. Is decimating them, like... You know, Princess Bride when they're just oh the yes, like, yes, yes. You just want to get enough uh, of them mm-hmm, for it to mm-hmm, be really mm-hmm, horrible, right? Or it may be that have, losing a tenth of your troops meant you were destined to fail. So it may oh. be more than to the pain. It may, it may have met, boiled down to utter defeat. Maybe that was Ooh. like as much as you could conceivably lose in any 
one skirmish. I don't know. We'll have to look it up. I'm so glad you guys found me in this world. <laughs> um, now it's time for my questions, which are a little more brainy. A little, little different. So, more brainy. Yeah. Oh, dear. We're in trouble, Cheeks. Uh, we're just going to do some simple math stuff. Uh, have you ever met an Olsen twin? Have I ever met an I Olsen have twin? Not. I have I... Or been near one. That counts, too. Seeing them in the background is great. The, the Very, Very Mary Kate is a really, really mm-hmm. funny web series. And you know, do you know the woman who makes that? No, I don't know Elaine like Carroll. Yeah, um, we are huge yeah, fans awesome. of hers. Yeah, I would count her, but you haven't met her either. No, but um, <laughs> I can't quite remember. But I, it was either an uh, Olsen or Lindsay Lohan. It was in a bathroom. There was a lot of drugs so involved. So far, this sounds right. <laughs> I don't really know which one it was. She had a lot of hair in her face, and maybe it was Mary Kate. She was like Lohan. mostly in the toilet. Was vomiting. there fur? Um, there were not. There was not fur. There was um, layers and layers of like. That's an Olsen. That is okay. an Olsen. Yeah, I think that's, that's an Olsen. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Check. Next question. <laughs> um, would you rather be given and limited to a wardrobe of gray marabou feathered clothing, everything, or all brown corduroy? And this includes for evening wear, athletic wear, and swimwear. Marabou. Woo! Easy choice. But see, I would go with them. But then, like, PETA would be, like, constantly freaking out. Marabou's feathers. I don't think they it's kill not. anything to get it. Oh. I think that's all right. Are you sure? Not we sure. Can, we can source it so that yeah. no America is Marabou's Marabou are. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't entirely. The back of your you you think that people are so overreactionary, though, that you might, like, piss a lot of people know, off? It's clearly feathers. Well, the corduroy coalition can be brutal, too. <laughs> so if you that's true. Be attacked at every all those event. poor corduroy bears, they have to get <laughs> 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 we'll kill him. Um, I eat his buttons for breakfast. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, okay, all right. Animal rights issues aside, I would say marabou. Mm-hmm. We've got two marabous. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. This is a psychology thing. Like, Ooh. I'm going to know everything about you. Like, picture, <laughs> picture a, a triangle. Have you ever done that thing where you're like, yeah. picture a landscape. What's the landscape? Picture a horse. Where's the horse? Picture a ladder. What? Have you ever done that? Yeah. That's cool. We should do that next time. Oh, that would okay. be a great idea. So next up, you have to draw either a turtle or a pirate. <laughs> and we'll see if you get to be in art school. Um, okay. So you have angered a wizard, and you must choose between these two punishments. Oh, God. Either you have torso ticklers, which is 20 fingers with minds of their own that protrude from your chest and wiggle willy-nilly. Where did you get these questions? <laughs> They're from a psychology book. They're very Jungian. <laughs> so that's, I, I am being perpetually tickled on my own torso. Oh, yeah. Perpetually, that, like well, for no, eternity no, or just for they're sticking out. So they're just ticklers for whoever might be near you, but they have... That sounds kind of oh, kinky. They, ha- they can be, but you don't get to control them. Oh. oh so God. they could scratch, too. Well, I already have one of those. Whoa! <laughs> 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 Boys are so lucky. Um, so you either have that forever, or you have everything you eat for the rest of your life tastes like really sour pickles, and it makes you dribble spit. Oh, no. Yeah, no, I, I have to go with the ticklers now. You would! Yeah. I wow. feel like someone needs to have a talk with this wizard. <laughs> and I don't make the rules. Okay. like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, he was on a road trip. And and there was a man named Louie. He was like, this person's forever young or forever old. I mean, you know, come on. If it was if right up to the dribbling spit part, I was like, the, oh, sure, the pickles. But um, if I'm dribbling spit everywhere, I can't go out in public. Just when you're eating, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. Then so, I go for that. Okay. Dribble and sour. I think you're sticking with torso ticklers. I mean, everything I eat tastes like sour pick. Then what's the point? <laughs> you got to eat all the time. Yeah, but you'd be, you'd you'd be so forever. thin. Yeah, but it would... 
I don't know. It would seem like the ticklers, like you could make some money off that. You know? <laughs> that could be your thing. Yeah. I mean, see, you do the that, that's the your ticklers, thing. Yeah. Right. People would pay for that. Okay. Nobody's paying to see you dribble your pickle juice. <laughs> <laughs> you go to any old age home, know. okay? Check, check Craigslist. You'd be surprised. You'd be very surprised. Uh, don't check Craigslist. <laughs> You'll be so sad. You'll be like, every person is so scary on the inside. Yeah, it is. It's very scary. Um, okay, this is a new game I just wrote called Couples Retreat. And so... You guys individually get to answer this. You get to. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. It's an honor and a privilege. Um, happy holidays. Um, you get to weekend away with two couples, fictional couples. Oh. They can either be Felix and Oscar, odd oh. couple. We can do Angela Chase and Jordan Catalano. Okay. Uh, David and Maddie from Moonlighting. Or Lucy and Desi. Oh, and I have one more on here. Or Buffy and Angel. Okay, so you get to pick two of those couples. Mm. And you get to decide what you're going to do with them for the weekend. And then there's a part two, but I'll wait. <laughs> okay, well, I definitely have to say Lucy and Desi, just because they'd be the most fun, and there'd probably be, like, hijinks. Yes, and it's TV version, not real life. Yeah, them. totally. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. so Lucy and Ricky, then. So I feel like, you know, if it was Buffy and Spike, there'd be fighting, and mm-hmm. there could be, like, walls getting knocked down, Something and chairs getting you. thrown. Exactly. Mm, like, I don't want to accidentally get a stake in my heart. Mm-hmm. And same thing with Jordan Catalano and Angela Chase, is, <sighs> like... It's going to be mopey. Like constantly, yeah, exactly. Angsty and yeah. emo. Mm-hmm. So Lucy and Ricky and then... David and Maddie, Oscar and Felix? I'd say Oscar and Felix. And I, what would you guys do? Um, Burning Man. Yeah, we'd go to Burning Man. <laughs> Although that's not really like a retreat thing. But, Lucy would be uh, quite a scene. No, Very, we'd go camping in the woods. Oh, so natural. Yeah. I might pick the same pairs. Mm-hmm. I would definitely um, Lucy and Desi, yes, and but I might go with David and Maddie. So just yeah. for the sake of argument, I'll go with David and Maddie. Um, but yeah, what do you? What does one do with those people? I think you want to put on a little show. Oh. Like, let's write a little script and let's put on a little show here at camp. You're always working. You yeah. are always working. <laughs> okay. And if here's I had David two. and Maddie, I'd be like, guys, can we stop dealing with your relationship and go back <laughs> yeah. to solving mysteries? Yeah, please. Yeah. There's something strange brewing at the campsite. <laughs> um, okay, this is go part B. You also get to pick one of these people, any one of these people, for a special one-on-one date. Who do you pick? Mm. Just a date, like. Whatever you want. Oh, well, that's hard. David, oh. David from Moonlighting. Yeah, good yeah. choice. Yeah, good young choice. Bruce Willis. Ooh. Nothing wrong there. Nothing at all. Until he puts on those Bruno glasses and starts playing harmonica all the time. Oh my God, Bruno! God <laughs> about Bruno. I don't know. I guess, I guess I would go like paint the town red, <gasps> red with Lucy. Oh, instead of. Jordan Catalano, I was hoping. Oh, oh, I can pick. I thought I had to pick the people no, that I... No, any person. Oh, my God. I'd be out banging Jordan Catalano. Right. Are you kidding? <laughs> and be like, no need for dinner. We're checking into a hotel. i plans of my own. And we're not leaving until dawn. We're these weird tickle said fingers. said it would be. What's going on? I have tickle fingers for you, Jordan Catalano. And then I'd say, come here. And all 20 of them would, you know, do, the, do the fingering thing. <laughs> okay. This is the last question. And it's called... It's sort of... Uh, inspired by your comic books. Um, it's called Cheeks and Brady Go Anywhere. But this one is you can film any episode on any movie set of all time and oh. make any reason for it, kind of like within oh the comic book world. So, it's, yeah, so they could be on the Titanic. Yep. That would, be, that would have a sad ending. Um, <laughs> uh, I am the series. Like, let's, yeah. The Cleopatra <laughs> set was so expensive. You guys could Brady's, get a little more use yeah. out of it. Brady's in the water and he's like, I'll never let go. And I'm like, it's fine. I want my own show. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. I'm like holding him under the water. <laughs> Sorry about it. 
Or maybe you guys would actually make more than one try to actually get up on share the floaty thing. Right? Yeah, more than just once. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, some movie. Oh, like oh, what about like Moulin Rouge? That's ooh. beautiful, and I think those two would have a lot of fun. In Moulin that would Rouge. be fun. Yeah, I can see that really. Uh, Les yeah. Mis. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> or um, or Gone with the Wind. Oh, Gone with the Wind. Oh, like the burning of Atlanta. Oh my God, I want to do a special and Gone with the Wind the episode. Green of, curtain yes. Dress. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yes. She uses amazing. the curtain to make something standing at the some sunset. <laughs> I'll never go hungry again. <laughs> Oh my! Or I Captain like how you are in these fantasies and he's not. He can be Rhett Butler, and Rhett Butler's quite sexy. <laughs> Rhett Butler's very sexy, and there's something in that dynamic that's really good. The sort of um, self-involved Scarlet Cheek's got a bit of that. Yeah, a little and, dramatic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I think I've always. I think she's a sociopath. Well, I really do. Doesn't maybe I a little of that. She's a sociopath. If you watch it, I think she's a sociopath. And I saw this and article. And Ashley is a mess. The other day. Oh, I mean, they're all, except yeah. for Rhett Butler. But why does he follow no, somebody who clearly too. doesn't love yeah. him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I read this article about, like, what a great example she is for women and a strong person who was no. there for the Wilkeses. Like, you know, she was self-determined, but she did everything for the Wilkeses. I'm like, no, no she, she only did that because yeah. she and wanted Ashley. Mm-hmm. She, like, was going behind Melanie's back. Mm-hmm. The only reason she even took care of Melanie was because she promised Ashley. And if Ashley was dead, she would have left Melanie in the dirt. Mm-hmm. She was only after stuff She really herself. was the yeah. whole time. Yeah. I, yeah, and I think she was written that way on purpose. I, think, I do, I think, too. Particularly if you read the book. I think yeah. it's a sort of a portrait of, the, of a sort of very... She, I don't think... Uh, it's not Margaret Mitchell. Yes, is it, it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. Margaret Mitchell. Um, I, I don't think she was thinking, like, I will write a sociological portrait. But that she, I think she was thinking, I will write a portrait of a very interesting complex self-involved flawed woman yeah See, that's interesting yeah. because i think that the, the way it's um uh viewed is is very much like this sweet little southern belle was actually a strong independent woman and i think that the portrait of scarlett o'hare that margaret mitchell was going for is this sweet little southern belle is actually a total sociopath <laughs> like, she will cut your throat actually to get her way and that is the the dimension of the characters that she seems like this one. How scary, many life changes can you make someone of demure thrust and yeah. helpless? Yeah. And she's not only not demure and helpless, but she's a complete she's mercenary. Conniving. She's herself. Yeah. And she was already conniving just on the plantation. She was already doing it. Oh, and yeah. then, well, I think it's supposed and to Mammy be. Knew. I think Mammy saw it all. I think it's supposed to be. <laughs> Butterfly McQueen knew. <laughs> no, that's not Butterfly McQueen. <laughs> Wasn't it's it? Not, oh no, that was. Um, um, yeah, you're talking yeah. about. I don't know nothing about Bertha Nobel. That's Butterfly McQueen. No, wait, I'm wrong. That is Butterfly that is McQueen. Mammy. Yeah. You're right. That's Mammy. Yeah. No, Who's the one? No, that, no. no oh, Mammy wrong. was Mammy one, was, and then was, Butterfly McQueen was the Mammy birther. was played by Hattie McDaniel. There you go. There. Butterfly McQueen right. played Sissy, I think. Was That's her name. Yes. Yes. She's the one who said, I don't know nothing about birth yes. and no babies. Thank you. Yeah. Jane looked all that up on Hattie the computer. Just, not, got, just yeah, kidding. Eddie <laughs> Daniel got an Oscar for playing Miami. That's Better true. Yes. McQueen, I don't think, right. got, no. got But she, she is got a, far more referenced. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Time She's will the one tell. people remember as being Miami, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. But, Sorry. <laughs> uh, I read a biography of Hattie McDaniel. It's fascinating. Um, but anyway, I had a thing to say. Oh, which is, yeah, she's supposed to start out like at her worst at the beginning. And then it's supposed to be like a portrait of how, how she times got better as the rough, yeah, the rough times made her better. But, um, we had doesn't you have work to for everybody. Look at the end of the book, and because I don't remember um, it, whether or not there's a convincing case made for her having evolved. It's well, just I that she's real strong. Is. That's all. But that yeah. doesn't always mean see. I can't. Yeah. I can't watch it. I have retophobia, which is <laughs> fear of God with the wind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, you just did it, guys. You answered all the questions. You made it. Oh, my it. God, um, we win? Yep, you, you won, won so many things. They're going to be delivered to you <laughs> later. Uh, but I heard, actually, we sent them already, but they went to the wrong Brad Bell. So. Oh, no, <laughs> so that happens all sorry. the time. What's so important? They pulled me off the set of Bold and the Beauty. <laughs> I don't want to sign for all these. Jeez. <laughs> Fuzzy handcuffs. What? <laughs> What's going Come on? back here. What's this loopy writing above my head? <laughs> I'll marry you. I don't know who you are, <laughs> what a gesture. <laughs> I like the internal life we're giving the other yeah. guy. Uh, He's wearing a, like a velvet sort of robe in mine. <laughs> Walking down like a, a stone hallway in like a candelabra. Not a cigar. Charging about. I always wonder what he knows about me because I know so many things about him. I get his Google alerts. <laughs> Anything Brad Bell does, I know what's going on. And Are so you ever I'm like, oh, like, I got... Oh, Brad Bell. Yeah, well, no, because... Um, well, because the fans aren't happy with Brad Bell right now. Oh. And so most of the Google alerts Fans of the Bold and the Beautiful. Are you the speaking the beautiful. about yourself in third person? No. <laughs> it's, it's Bold and the Beautiful fans, um, I see a lot of... What is Brad Bell doing? Brad Bell has ruined this show. Brad Bell, and it's oh. so it's like negative, and I'm always like, oh no, oh, okay, it's not me. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> well, everybody that's listening, and many more people, should watch season two of Husbands. You guys yes. have the best yep. cameos ever. Great episodes, but the amount of amazing people you're seeing every three seconds is just beyond. One of the uh, two of the nominations mm-hmm. we got today were for Joss Whedon. Ah. So Joss is up for two awards. Joss, well, he Joss needed a little more best. pat on the back. Was it guest appearance and then supporting actor? He actually yeah. got a supporting actor for Indie Soaps. And then John Cryer got best guest appearance for Indie Soaps as well. So awesome. Yeah, so we amazing. John Cryer. I emailed Joss immediately and was like, you're up for an acting award. And he wrote back saying, well, with that four-year consideration campaign, it was inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that would be the best thing ever if that was real. <laughs> I, want, I want him to win just because I really, I mean, well, I, I obviously want him to win, but I want to hear his acceptance speech. Like, I really think. Yeah, I want him to go and, and yeah, win. And, yeah, yeah. Then yeah, that he would needs be to show so up great. and win and give an amazing speech because he would. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, I his, hope he it gives happens. the best award speech as ever. Yeah. Once you're nominated, do it's not the kind of thing where people vote. It's decided by a committee. Once or you're nominated, so. I think that's right. It's a okay. committee. Yeah, um, which is good because sometimes you know some a lot of those online voting things. Like someone can set up an automatic oh, thing, yeah. or they have, yeah. or what? Like it's I don't always stop being about the merit of like the, the guy that yeah, creeps exactly. into the Grammys, yeah, uh, in the yeah. dance category. Do you see that thing? Mm-mm. Some it was like it's all these like legitimate like dance artists, like people you've heard of, like Dead Mouse and things like that, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But and then like this dude that no one's ever like really heard of, and like he's a member of the voting body, and like th- some, no one knows how it got in here. But all these legitimate dance people, are like what is this guy? And if you listen to the video, if you go to it, it's like it feels like that Rebecca Black like uh, kind of. Menu Manufactured oh, awful thing. Yikes. I'd have to look it up, but it's 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 definitely out there. People are like, "What is this?" It's somehow crept on. <laughs> and it's, it's got a Grammy nom. It's hard to complain about. It's a popularity contest yeah. because it's a popularity contest. Right. Yep. Like that sort of explicit. What it is it? Who made the best pop culture? Right. The pop in pop culture is popularity. So in a way, it should be fine, but it somehow feels weird to me when you feel like people are. Well, it becomes know. about sometimes it becomes about the work of hustling your project yeah. and hustling yep. for clicks instead mm-hmm. of like actually getting people to look at the merit of what you've created, and that's mm-hmm. sort of a different yeah. scale. We're not above hustling, but I'm I'm I like that it's in the hands of, yeah. of people who I 
and think, well, sit and watch and notice how awesome we are. And it everybody can go to husbandstheseries.com. That's where mm-hmm. they should go. And yeah. watch the amazingness. Go yeah. there and click but watch. But go there on your computer. Yeah. Don't just like try to go. Don't, no. don't hop into a cab. No. They won't know where to and take tell you. Them, yeah. Put it in or your Garmin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll end up in the middle of a park yeah. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, pick up the, uh, the comic book coming out uh, in March, yeah. I believe. Well, you can go to Amazon right now and pre-order it. There you go. See, then you won't worry about like forgetting in the spring. Like, go there now. Put it in your cart. Be mm-hmm. done. That's right. That's right. For sure. And uh, you guys are both on Twitter, so they could follow you on there. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. At Jane Espenson and... At Go Cheeks Go. And then Husbands is at Team Husbands. Woo! There you go. Uh, I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Macklin. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. Thank you guys for being here. Thank Woo! you. Thank you. This is, this is wonderful. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.